Welcome to the Life Gets in the Way podcast, where we destroy the number one excuse, life gets in the way. These are going to be some special episodes for you guys. This is a quarantine toolkit that we put together for our units. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, another day in quarantine. We're trying to we're going through this quarantine kit uh, to help to give you the tools to combat against this number one excuse. Uh, life happens or life gets in the way. Um, today, we're going to be talking about relationships. And I think this is a a great time because one you're by yourself and you feel like you're isolated and you don't have anyone to talk to but due to technology you have capabilities to connect with people um, if that means a friend a spouse a family member uh, you have a phone you have there's zoom there's facetime everything you can think of um, that can cut out every single excuse for you not to connect with your family i think this is a great time uh, to do that um, so that's when when I was in um, quarantine, I would I would call back home. I would talk to my brothers, which we don't talk uh, that often, probably maybe once a month or so. But uh, during quarantine, I, w- I would touch base with them. Um, I Marco Polo with some friends um, and also tying in with my uh, my parents, uh, too. And I know probably you, you kind of had a similar um, yeah. similar trends or a routine, too, with uh, connected with families. Yeah, my mom definitely gets upset because um, I don't really call her much normally just because mm-hmm. of the time zones. And then when I'm in quarantine, she gets super excited. I'm like, just don't get used to it because yeah. my schedule will not stay this way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you did mention, too, um, because quarantine, you kind of have your own schedule 24 hours oh, yeah. that you would even adjust your 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 sleep so you can kind of match their time zone too right yeah so i would normally stay up till like um well depending on the part of the world for where we're at right now in this particular time zone um i'd stay up till about midnight 1 a.m ish talking to them and then i'd sleep till about 9 or 10 okay and then also if i got tired later in the day like a nice little nap time would be good but i love sleeping a lot yeah no which that's i think that's great to even thing you're adjusting that so you can still stay connected um with uh with friends and families uh, same thing like say where i'm at now i would do all my uh talking in the morning because yeah. it's their evening afternoon time and so i would uh yeah chat with them give them a call text them i'll do all that rather than i won't wait to the evening time uh, my time because it's their middle of the night uh, going into early morning so um it's a great time that you can take advantage of and it's also another opportunity that you'll be able to get to, I guess, evaluate some relationships um, mm-hmm. to kind of look at uh, your life and look at your relationship with other people and to determine uh, what is a healthy or unhealthy relationship um, and where you might have to kind of draw some lines too. Um, and I know this is where that was your intention for this day um, when you're looking at relationships of how you kind of crafted it, right? Yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't know. I guess I'm a fan of quarantine, whereas most people aren't a fan of quarantine because I'm uh, just an introvert by nature. At work, I may be extroverted a bit, but Mm -hmm. just how I recharge is being introverted. I like being alone. But quarantine is kind of a time where you can pause on life and you can reevaluate certain things. So you can reevaluate your self-care habits. You can reevaluate your relationships. You can reevaluate your education goals, what you're um, putting time towards in your life. Just reevaluate your whole life. And if you want to pivot your direction, that's a good time because most times you don't have much else going on other than um, sitting in your room. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think even now looking at, say, relationships mm-hmm. to kind of determine I mean, what what is a healthy or unhealthy relationship. Or I think in the, in the kid, it was like, uh, who's helping me or who's harming me? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always viewed relationships as someone uh, that kind of comes along life with you and to help uplift you, to bring you up. And basically just even thinking of someone that's drowning, um, you're out there swimming. And you don't want that friend that always just kind of dips you in the water. I mean, I know I had brothers that they'll go and they, they, we love to um, drown each other. Um, but we don't, we, don't, we, we don't want that in life uh, with friends. We want uh, people that are there to help us, to uplift us, to encourage us. And this is where I think I started evaluating some friends in my life. Um, because I would just go hang out with them um, one day, go out to lunch, and I used to ask this question, how do I feel after I leave the lunch time with them or after I leave the meeting? Do I feel drained or do I feel uh, encouraged and energized? And the ones that just drained me, that's when I started drawing the line of how much exposure that I'm going to allow them to have in my life because I think that mm-hmm. could that could also those relationships could harm some of those life goals that you have too because if they're draining you I doubt you're going to want to go do these other goals that you're you're hoping to accomplish yeah, yeah. sometimes it's not even just if they drain you or not I know um like all of us, like me particularly, I have self-talk that happens in my head afterwards where I'll replay what just happened. Mm, yeah. And sometimes pe- certain people will make me feel a certain way where I start to question myself like, oh, like, did I say the right thing? Was I wearing the right attire mm-hmm. at that event? Yeah. Like things like that. But I guess really helpful relationships, I never have that sort of negative self-talk ever. Like, just where wherever I am with that person, if it's a very healthy relationship, I don't really question it. It's kind of like family. When you're around yeah. them and your family supports family. you, like, you'll just wake up looking completely horrible and you don't question it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even, or you have a mother that reminds you every time you see her how much weight you gain, too. Yep. Yep. And mm-hmm. so, my, my mother's Korean, and so every time, she um, she always say, oh, you're looking like an American. You're looking like an American. And I was like, what are you talking about, Mom? And she's like, you gained so much weight. Um, and so occasionally, too, for Christmas gifts, she'll buy me a size lower, um, like clothes <laughs> or sweaters. And she, she, oh, she'll just come and she'll give it to me. And she's like, well, I guess she just got to lose some weight. Uh, and she wouldn't, she wouldn't give me the re- uh, receipt to return it. And so that's, uh, yeah, that's my mother. So a lot of... Uh, thoughts in my head and of course it's a little difficult to kind of cut cut your your pa- your parents or your mother yeah, yeah my mom's side is english so um like they do see americans the same way so yeah. my mom will be like oh have you been putting like dressing on your salad have you been adding in <laughs> yes, like yeah. little croutons and stuff and i'm like no yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where uh, man, I know these like funny stories, but it, you can kind of just look. This is a great time for you to to sit there and like you said, yeah. who who does who helps you when you leave that conversation or that that time or start calling people right now and to see that hey, do I do they leave like those thoughts, those negative thoughts in my mind, or do they kind of um, input positive thoughts in me? And I think that um, self thoughts will kind of help help you uh, kind of evaluate that. And I know on this this 
today kit it'll have you kind of you can list out names and and just kind of start working through and just talking to them and reconnecting with others that you knew that hey they i remember these people that i went to college with and they they were they were a huge help what happened why why did we disconnect or i know grew apart let's maybe you can kind of go back and kind of remend those relationships or reconnect with them um and so i know i've done that um in the last couple of years reconnecting with a lot of old friends uh, that i had back in college years and i'm able to just kind of now bond with them um more on a, honestly on a daily basis which i i do have like a marco polo group with 20 guys on it and a lot of them are from when i was in college and we we're kind of reconnecting and um bonding again Um, like we used to do i guess that's an interesting point too when you're filling out the chart it doesn't have to be a relationship that is current and active in your life it could be a past relationship that you do want to rekindle um like maybe a friend that you've lost contact with because you pcs anything like that yeah so i I think that's um yeah take the time uh today to kind of work over the the list and reconnect with people if you haven't called your your siblings or your parents or a friend in in a while hey pick up the phone give them a dial um, talk to them um, and just reconnect i think this is a great time and then also to evaluate the relationship and what who helps you who harms you and what i think you even said earlier you do not have to cut them maybe you just gotta go through and set your own I guess expectation of that relationship, um, yeah. and you ha- you kind of have that control or boundary. Yeah, just trying to really dig deep past yeah. the surface level is the main goal. Um, we have this book in our office called uh, "It's about the topic of friendship," so it explains in there the snorkeler versus the scuba diver type of relationship. So, like the snorkeler is kind of surface level; you don't really have to prepare when you go out snorkeling. Whereas if you're going out scuba diving, you actually have to get the equipment, check it, triple check mm, it, yeah. um, and actually prepare for that relationship. So that kind of relates to friendship also. Whereas like a surface level friend that you're just there for um, maybe the parties that they throw or something like that versus the friend that'll be there for you in the hard times. So just really digging in and evaluating how does this person help me in life or how do they harm me or Mm -hmm. potentially their actions, the way they speak, um, the fact that they're not there for you sometimes or they're always there for you sometimes. And kind of like we were talking about before we started just... Maybe even talking to that person afterwards when you look at it. And instead of just being like, oh, this person has way more in the harm me category mm-hmm. than help me. I'm going to ghost them. Maybe just talking to them, being like, hey, um, these are the things that are going on in my life. Um, and kind of just opening up a bit. like, Or maybe even a test of friendship. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I think that's true. And that this is an um, opportunity. And then whenever you get back or out of quarantine come by our office grab that book i think that'll be a great thing to kind of add um to your to your library and to kind of enhance uh your your daily relationships so go ahead seize the day work on uh your relationships uh, and connect with people that you probably never connected with before or haven't in a while mm-hmm. but yeah good luck good luck guys thank you for listening to the life gets in the way podcast where we destroy the number one excuse life gets in the way hope you stay tuned for our next episode coming soon